making a change today The liquor been taking the pain away I heard you was giving your chain away That's kind of like giving your fame away What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do A boss is a road that I've grown into I love you to death but I told you what to do YouTube, this is Rio from What's Next with Rio, your host. We got another episode coming to you guys, uh, episode number eight. Um, if you haven't already, go check out episode number seven where I sat down with the brilliant, talented mind, uh, the man of God, uh, Matthew Good, Pastor Matthew Good. It's a good one, so check that out. And if you haven't already, go subscribe, hit that red button below, and also like this video. Um, I got lots of content coming your way, um, more episodes to finish out the season one of What's Next with Rio. But more about tonight, more about today's episode. We got um, somebody who's very respected um, in the music industry. Um, he's worked with numerous amounts of talent, um, Bryson Tiller, Yo Train, Drebo Squeeze. I mean, he's a guy who's been working his butt off you know ever since you know he started to be a music manager um he's he's actually the person who discovered the r&b artist bryson tiller so uh you see bryson tiller today you see him on your music platform all my bryson tiller fans this is the guy who discovered him he's coming on this show um he's a talent evaluator today and he's also he's also the founder of Dupree entertainment which is a record label that is very promising and is looking to sign many up and coming artists ladies and gentlemen his name is stefan dupree stefan dupree coming on here for what's next with rio episode number eight stay tuned stefan dupree man welcome to the show hey, what's up man what's going on man how you how you doing today Awesome, awesome, man. I'm glad to have you on here. Um, I'm excited to talk a little bit more about your career and uh, all your uh, possibilities in the future. So let's get right into it. You are a very respected individual, very respected name throughout the music industry. You worked with numerous amounts of artists, uh, Bryson Tiller, Yo Train, uh, Drebo Squeeze, you know, um, and you also are the person who, who discovered Bryson Tiller. Why don't you talk about how you discovered Bryson Tiller? Uh, I discovered him... Through a mutual friend uh, in college, I was a typical world college student, as you know, everybody experienced that. And then I was just throwing parties, flipping my money, and joined a, a promotion team in Louisville, KY, uh, called CPK. And a mutual friend that I met through there knew Bryson. So he was an artist. He was actually my first artist that I started to dibble and dabble with as far as with the music stuff. And then he had a song with Bryson on the hook, and I'm like, "Yo, who is this dude? He's dope. I need to meet him." And that's how we that's how we met through a mutual friend. Okay, so so what really stood out about Bryson compared to like all the other artists that that you've seen even today? Uh, I was always brought up on R&B music, and I haven't came across um any R&B artists, and I'm like, "Yo, if I'm gonna do R&B." I mean, if I'm going to do music, I might as well do R&B. I remember, like, my mom always cleaning the house up, smelling like pine saw and playing R&B music, and that's what made me fall in love with um, R&B. So nah, I put all my fuck. I'm the same way. I, I grew up basically in New York, and I always remember uh, getting ready for school, and I'd always hear, like, 
Mary J. Blige in the, in the background, you know, playing and stuff like that. So it's, it's definitely cool to see that. Um, I want to ask you a little bit more about Bry- Bryson Tiller. Um, what was your, uh, obviously, his song, Don't, which is, well, what was that formerly known as? What was the name of the song, Don't? What was it formerly known as? Uh, before it was called Don't, it was called Screwed Edition. Ah, okay. Okay, was it was it a shock when um, he blew up? For me, no, it wasn't a shock. I already knew what was what was being taking place, like what was doing behind the scenes and like the connections I had. We was just missing the capital to put money behind him for like um, marketing and stuff like that. So once I got that out the way, I knew what to do with it. Awesome, awesome, man, definitely. Um, obviously, you were there when uh, you guys were producing uh, Bryson's. Uh, one of his greatest albums called Trap Soul Album. You guys check that out if you guys don't know about that. Um, uh, what's your favorite song off that album? My favorite song, Unanimous is Don't because that's what kicked everything off. But I like Exchange. I like Overtime. I like, um, I'm trying not to get his last project mixed up with Trap Soul. Right. <laughs> um, what's the last song of Trap Soul? Uh, right my wrongs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Do you so like those, you like Rambo? You you messing with Rambo or? Yeah, I like I like Rambo too. He threw some shots in Rambo that made a lot of people think he was talking about me. But <laughs> 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 I had to, I had to face that to the to the consumers like, yo, he's talking about you. Like, nah, it's it's some stuff going behind the scenes going on. <laughs> definitely, definitely interesting to see that. Um, I want to get into uh your. Dupree Entertainment, obviously you run that. Um, what is that? Can you uh, talk a little bit more about that and share share with us what is Dupree Entertainment? Basically, it's a, a management company that uh, I founded in 2017. Uh, do publishing and I do uh, shopping records. Uh, it's a recording label. It's it's everything in its own. Um, the clients that I have, I have yet signed anybody on the record side. Just the the, the reason being is because I'm waiting to get uh, this funding so I can uh, sign the artist directly to the label side for contractual purposes. So right now I just have them on standard either management agreements or production agreement or something like that. But um, basically it's, it's an independent recording label. Uh, we do distribution. I have a partnership with a company called Vidia. Um, and my hopes to bring a official or have my company be the official label here in Kentucky where we have a partnership deal with a major and have that support. So what would you say, at what point did you feel like you wanted to become a music manager? Like, when did that hit you? You know, was it after college or uh, while you were at college? Like, walk me through that process of when you uh, felt like you decided to become a music manager. It was just the success behind my first... um, my first act um to have that to have a success like that off your first artist that that's that's very rare i didn't know if it was luck or if it was something that Mm -hmm. i'm really good at you know so i tried it another again with another artist and had the same results so from there i needed to take it seriously and took the proper steps to you know turn myself into a uh entity a, a business a brand and jump started there from 2017. Yes. Um I want to ask you also about uh 
you know, obviously I asked, I, 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 this is my second music manager who I'm interviewing. Um, in episode five, I, I checked that out, guys. I, I sat down and talked with Caden. Uh, He's an, also a, a music manager. But I want to ask you this. I asked him this as well. But I want to get to know what you're thinking and, and your perspective is on this. Um, what What's the hardest part about music management, you would say? Uh, I would say um, just being transparent with your client them knowing the difference between the personal and the business side of it, you know, and um, just making just making everything easier for them. Oftentimes that, you know, artists, they forget that we have personal lives too outside of them, but we have to be so accessible to to the artists. Right. And at times, you know, they forget that we do have a personal life. So it's really a, a struggle at times to, you know, kind of put them first above your, you know, your personal needs and your personal life. But just having that, that um that balance in between the two definitely um uh who are some of the artists that you're managing or working with with uh today i'm working with a female uh singer her name is myla um she's a singer songwriter she wrote a few records for chris brown ty dollar sign scissor um i have artists in louisville ky named one take timmy i work with him um Currently helping and working with uh, Tory Lanez with him, his artists and stuff. Mm. So I got my foot in my hand and a lot of stuff, you know, like projects and stuff like that that we're just developing in the developing stages, and then stuff will be, you know, coming out and blossom probably within the next eight or nine months. Yeah, you um, on the top again. So right now, it's just the development stages and going from there. Yeah, you got to start somewhere, right? And you seem like you're on the right path to where you want to be in the future. So um, uh, keep that keep that going, man. Um. I want to ask you this. Um, if I'm somebody that, that has the talent, you know, I'm putting out the music, uh, I'm trying to, I'm making music, I'm writing songs daily, and I'm putting it out on platforms. What do I have to do to, you know, um, grow my brand and, and, and become the next, you know, Bryson Tillers of the world or uh, the next Tory Lanes? Like, what, what do I have to do? What's the next step for me? Uh, it would be just really like the, the, the content that you're putting out on, on social media is just, Assessing and assessing your analytics and seeing, you know, your top cities, your top states, and then like, you know, pushing your content into those markets with 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 ads and stuff like that to push your your content there. And you know, it's just really about finding your niche, your your fan base. And once you find that, then you can you know be consistent with with your marketing and putting the Google ads for your Facebook ads. And you'll start to see, you know, progression and just keep going. And progression's progressing, man. Like, uh, a lot of artists get discouraged. They they want big numbers off the first release. And it's all about building and moving forward. Like, you come out with a new record today and they only got, like, 100 plays in a month. Yeah. But the next, the, the next month, even if it got uh, one more extra play, that's progression. Like, just don't get caught up in the numbers. Just keep making great pro- a great product and have a good um, – campaign and presentation and just keep building off that yeah it's not all about the numbers once you see growth that's that's basically the key i tell myself that all the time too you know growth is key that's all i that's all i care about you know i'm I'm not looking to blow up overnight or i'm sure any artist is not looking to you know obviously they want to get there in the long run but they're not looking to grow overnight they just want to see growth and that's what matters is growth um i want to ask you this what's a common mistake that you think you know artists what's a common mistake you see artists do when they're looking to when they're looking for to find someone to manage their career 
uh, have something to actually manage. <laughs> a lot of can see a manager having success with another artist and they feel the need at that time that they need a manager and they oftentimes can, you know, ruin an opportunity to actually work with that manager coming to them prematurely and not have anything to manage at the moment. So the time when you need some, some a manager, there's not going to be a situation where you have to reach out to a manager. A manager will will reach out to you. Yeah. You know, so kind of like it's kind of like that. Like managers finds the talent in certain cases, you know, an artist may had a start having success and their management was just wasn't good and they may reach out to you that way. That's acceptable. That's that's acceptable, but a lot of times artists reach out to me needing management and they don't have anything to manage or anything that makes sense business-wise on my end for me to take away the time that I out my day or uh, divide my obligations that I already have already currently and make them an obligation, you know, as well. So it just has to make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, uh, I want to ask you, you know, uh, get a little, get, get to know you a little bit better. Um, talk to me about, you know, how you evolved into such a productive and successful manager, you know, um, I know, I'm sure when you first started out, you, you didn't know what to do or, you know, where to start. Um, talk to me about that whole process and how you became, you know, Stefan Dupree. And it began, I was trash at like time management, trash. <laughs> but as I, as I, you know, as I grew and learned, I, you know, being a student, watching other man- managers and reading about them and seeing their upbringing and, and today's success and watching like, you know, stuff like Shark Tank on YouTube, just coming up with creative, creative in different ways to, um, you know, do business and implement it in my own, you know, business, business model. Nah, definitely, man. I, I agree. Um, uh, obviously, you seem like you're, you're headed on the right track. Um, you know, you, you seem like a very creative person. My audience can see that, you know, you you research, you do all the little things to, to improve yourself. And I'm the same way, you know, and that's what great people do. You know, all the people who want the most success in life, you know, they, they got to start somewhere. But I want to uh, ask you this. Um, are there any mentors or, you know, leaders that you're leaning on to help or are you kind of are you kind of in this by yourself? Uh, I have two mentors. I have my business partner, Omar Cowherd, and. My other mentor is Ronnie Jenkins. He's a like a super producer. He's produced for like Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. The list goes on. That's so, dope. Go to people that I learn from as far as when it comes to mentor mentorship. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Um, if you don't mind, man, um, give me your f- top five dinner guests. I want to see where your head's at right now. If you could get any any five people at a dinner, dead or alive, who you bring? Who you bringing? Who you inviting to that dinner? Uh, will be <laughs> Nick Cannon. Uh, and this is all business since um Steve Jobs. That's two. Um, Nick Cannon, and Steve Jobs. Dang, three more. You got three more. Whoever the CEO of Nike. Definitely him. I don't is. Um, two more. I would say this would probably be more music business, but I would say Rick Ross. I like the moves he made. But yeah, I would definitely say Rick Ross. Yeah. Uh, no, no athletes on there. You not put no athletes on there. Uh, 
LeBron for sure. Uh he he's a LeBron fan. You a LeBron fan? Not a Michael Jordan fan? I'm a Michael Jordan fan too. But like this is the business things that he's doing as far outside of the athletics with the with the with the school and stuff like that. Like he's more than an he's more than an athlete. <laughs> Facts. Um. I want to talk to you about uh, your social media. Um, obviously, social media plays such an essential part in your your life and your career. Um, talk to me about the role of social media and how much it has played for you in your career. Uh, social media has helped out a lot, tremendously. You know, building yourself as a brand and people taking the knowledge of it. It brings you um, clients. Um, it's also at times overwhelming because I remember, like, I was one of those people that would reach out to someone that may feel that they're in the same position I'm in at their career. So at times like that, that, that humbles me into like, okay, it may be times that I don't want to respond back or I don't want to yeah. know. And I, I always have to remind myself I was once at that point too. So facts. That's humble. That's very humble of you, man. Um, I want to ask you, uh, any social media tips for anyone starting a business, uh, management or, you know, uh, any anything along those lines. Uh, even myself, I ask you. You know, uh, any any uh, social media tips for anybody? Uh, uh, I was I would just say consistency. That's really it. Just cons- being consistent and and willing to want to learn new things. Always searching and re- get on YouTube. I call YouTube YouTube University. So like, literally, you can you can search how to chew gum, and then somebody gonna have a video of how to chew gum. You know, or tie your shoe. So. I, I think people should definitely utilize more about like, searching YouTube because you just literally everything there. Um, and that's really where I learned a lot of my stuff from. I didn't have like a blueprint or a book to show me the, the right things or the wrong things I'm doing and the moves I'm making. I just, you know, be different and do things in my own way and just learn from other, other people. Definitely, man. Um, growing up, I always... Even today, I still, you know, search YouTube for how to do certain things, even the little things, you know, um, or Google. Yeah. Google works, too. Google helps. Um, My brother always tell me, you know, when I was small and I wanted to know something, you just be like, Google it. And <laughs> I always kept that with me. But I want to get into um, uh, the younger generation, uh, Stefan. Obviously, you know, there's tons of rappers, tons of uh, R&B singers and stuff like that. People who want to get into the music industry. Any advice for uh, someone, you know, following in your footsteps, you know, within the music industry? I would say just trying to educate themselves on the business side before jumping into the music because it is a business. And as you grow as an artist, if you have some type of success, you don't want to go into it blindly with, you know, fast talkers or anyone that may come to you may have you signing some stuff that that's not a good deal. So you definitely want to educate yourself before, you know, being a composer and putting music out because you never know. It only takes one song to, you know, really blow up and draw attention to yourself. So with that attention, it could be good intention, bad intention, or people with alternative motives with, you know, you're dealing with people reaching out to you that may have been in this game for 10, 20 plus years that right. knows the, the ins and outs of contracts and knows how to get you to sign certain things and may fly you out, wine and dine you, and you know what I'm saying? It's a lot that goes into it, so... Definitely understand the business side of it and, you know, stand on what you believe in and, and, and try to get what you, you deserve. Right, 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 right. You said it, man. Um, 
I want to ask you, obviously, you are my, I think you're my third guest for Black History Month, and, um, you know, February's about to end, we're almost through, it's a very short month, but uh, I want to ask you about Black History Month, uh, what do you think that we can do, you know, um, as a society, you know, to make our country better um, and headed in the right direction, you know, when it comes to equality and, and um, better lives for African Americans? I would say continue to rally together and really, really rally. I mean, if you're really for the cause, be for the cause. Don't be, you know, one foot in, one foot out, or when you feel that it's beneficial for, like, any type of content purposes or anything <laughs> like that. I see that a lot. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's shit. funny you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just rally up with the people that, that, that feels the same way and just keep pushing, like, just being consistent. Consistency is everything, being persistent. Know, can get you through a lot of doors and, and knock down doors, you know. So, I would say that would be the most important thing uh, moving forward. I agree. I agree, man. So, I know you're a busy man. Um, I appreciate you for coming on here, but I want you to answer these last two questions. We always do this on What's Next with Rio. We end out with these two questions. Go ahead and um, be descriptive, man. Let us know uh, what's next for you and, and where do you see yourself in five years from now? Uh, what's next for me is definitely bringing bringing something here to Kentucky you know something doing something that's bigger than my brand I know on the surface you know consumers may see like what I'm doing and and thinking I'm doing all this stuff for me but it's 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 bigger than that it's for the community you know we have a lot of talented people here in Kentucky that you know can could join what I have going on if I have the the infrastructure there to learn, you know, the business out of the music industry or learn how to make music or learn how to engineer and stuff like that. So that's something I want to bring back to Kentucky and, and embrace the community and keep people out of the streets and, you know, keep people on the right path and stuff like that. So, but um, in five years, you know, once I'm, you know, have both of my foot in the doors and, and have more success and settled, I want to definitely get into a little bit into tech and, do some community work, um, do some stuff for special needs kids and stuff like that too as well. So I like that, man. I like that. I'm I'm glad you're, uh, you're involving yourself with special need kids. Um, that means, that means a lot to me personally. I, I, I work with, sometimes I work with special need kids, but, uh, um, I'm glad to see that, you know, you know, you're, you're doing that too as well. You, you have, uh, dreams and aspirations of doing that. Well, Stefan, man, uh, I thank you. I want to thank you for coming on this show. My audience, uh, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and we'll get more episodes coming out for you guys. Um, Stefan, uh, appreciate you, man. Um, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for the next episode. Hit that subscribe button, like I said, and I'm signing off right now.